everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. to I will add to everyone's so rude interrupting me (laughs) I started talking um you guys can't hear what we can hear our end so that will have made no sense to you at all um sometimes you can you can kind of hear the end of her like American twang but that's it um I will add to the welcome posts and the featured posts as the days go on. But in the beginning, Emma just uploads everything and it's quite a lot for everyone to take on. So I step back and I just let people get their head around what you need to do, which is A, read the welcome post, B, go on the website, C, then come back and watch the live, then come back and at tag us if you still feel like you're lost and you need some coaching. And we will absolutely coach you. And welcome to the new round of the EC Method. Oh, great. I'm very glad to be here. Bank holiday Monday. Yeah, I'm excited for this round. I think it's going to be really good. I mean, as usual. But if anyone is starting, I mean, we know that like at least half of you are grads. But if anyone is starting and feels overwhelmed, do remember that that that's completely normal at the start. Please don't give up just because it seems new and slightly overwhelming that is what we are here for and you will be so grateful that you didn't give up just because it seemed hard at the start maybe like a week later the other thing I want to note is like the EC method isn't eight weeks of how quickly can you lose as much fat as possible right these are changes we want you to make for the rest of your life which weirdly kind of takes the pressure off because you don't need to nail everything in the first week. Like you don't need to have it perfectly from day one. Actually, this is stuff you're going to now be incorporating for the rest of your life. So take the pressure off having it all perfect from the start. Yeah. And you'll realize that you'll never have, like you might have a perfect week. You might even have a perfect month, but you'll never have it perfect every week of every month of every year for the rest of your life which is why we're saying these are changes we want you to implement now for the rest of your life as opposed to being like oh wow I I absolutely nailed the first four weeks and then obviously couldn't maintain it because newsflash unless you're a competitive athlete or physique competitor nobody can maintain it even they can't maintain it like you see boxers when they're not prepping for a fight there's a reason they blow up like that and then come down to make the smallest weight class they can it's inhuman it's not how especially in terms of like our society now it's not maintainable for 99.9% of people so what we want you to do is you know when you see these girls on Instagram and M is definitely one of them and I'm I probably am now kind of venturing into that waterway you're like but how come you never like balloon up and down and how come you and the reason why is because it's fucking years of hard work and effort to unlearn the kind of pitfalls that we've all kind of taken on especially women in our society now of like I have to die I have to die I have to die again newsflash can't maintain it and then you go back the other way because life's better when you're out with your friends drinking barbecuing having fun as we all know and actually 
we learned this the hard way and um, the people who you see who maintain this kind of physique year round that you see now learn the hard way. Oh, actually, that doesn't work. I can't do that. Nobody can do that. And actually what you learn to do is implement. And I hate saying this. I used to hate this. And it still kind of has an aftertaste in my mouth of like, ugh. You have to implement these like lifestyle changes that actually you can do, you can enjoy, and you can continue to do for the rest of your life. And Shokora, you continue to maintain the results for the rest of your life. Wait, so, what was making you do you mean lifestyle change? Lifestyle. Because um, every meeting I used to go to, they'd be like, people don't want like physique or like you know, results books from women, they want lifestyle. So it just left a really horrible taste in my mouth. And even now I'm like, all it sounds like is lazy, long way round, bullshit. Like girls doing yoga on the beach with whitened teeth on Instagram and a straw hat. Like, no, it's like, like an excuse not to get results. But, but no, 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 but it was lifestyle change. Like, no, no, we, you will get incredible results here. And like yeah. you've seen probably from some of the incredible um, brands that have gotten insane results, like both physical, but also more to the point, mental. And that's the part you can't see because this is done while you're living your life, while you're enjoying your life. That's what makes it maintainable. And if you're coming here and you're thinking, I've got this real all or nothing mentality. I'm either on a diet or off a diet, like stop perpetuating that in your head because this is what you have to learn and you won't get it right straight away. And something yeah. that we come back to a lot is like balance is a skill. The same as if you're like, oh, I can't do a push up at the moment yet. How are you going to get better at that? I'm going to practice it. And then you will be able to do a push up, right? Same with balance. You might be like, at the moment, I really struggle to eat one biscuit and then leave the rest okay, well, we're going to teach you that. And actually, I think one of the most important things to know and what came up so much at the end of the last round was people realizing that they enjoy things more. Like I went to a wedding and enjoyed it more because I didn't overeat, because yeah. I did choose the parts that I wanted to enjoy and I, because I didn't eat so much that I was really, really full or then continue to overeat the next day or drink so much that, you know, it put me off track for the week and then beat myself up after it. Like actually... I went in with intent, choosing the things that I most wanted to enjoy. And I had a better time because of it. That's what we want from you guys. Cute hair, babe. I'm like a backstreet voice. <laughs> Why is that two bits like that? Because Bodhi grabbed my fringe and like went pull and the whole thing went like fray, like, like, I don't know who, like sideshow Bob, shh, like this. So I went to the hairdresser, obviously wasted as long as I could possibly wait. It was like three weeks. So I was like, I really have to go get this sorted out now. And so she just had to cut all my hair off. And now I'm just walking around town like Nick Carter. It's really tragic. Anyway, let's move on. Um, okay. I this live is largely for the newbies. Um, because obviously you guys are in like, yo, what am I doing? Help me out. But just quickly to the grads, I put a post in the old Facebook group. And this is very much a grad message. Newbies, I think you, you need to fill this out. You need to bet in and that's fine. We want you to do that. Small steps add up. And that's what that's what that's what we want from you guys. To the grads, I've said, um, I want to request something that I've never done before when transitioning rounds. As a coach, I want all of the returning grads to be very clear, both with themselves and with us as your coaches, re what you want to get out of the next round. And I want there to be a simultaneous clarity and acceptance of what that will take to achieve. This could be working on your relationship with food, simply getting a little bit fitter, a little bit stronger, a little bit healthier, or getting in sick as shape. None of the above will work or change if you don't. All changes take work. 
Um, and I'm in the middle, I'm starting my first like real, like actual kind of, okay, I really want to achieve something in the next few months goal since having Bodhi. So I'm right there with you. I'm doing it with you as your coach. But I think, you know, the, the EC method is very much, we want people to make these long-term changes. We want you to get really great results, whatever they might be, could be performance, could be physique, could be mental, it could be lifestyle, could be anything. Um, and I think it starts with being here and starting to edit your life and, and make changes. If you're a grad and you've been here for a period of months or even years and you're still like, oh, having writing the same post in the group every week with the same hull and the thing, and you're and it's still not what you want. Instead of acceptance, like, look, I accept that one day a week, me and my family go for Sunday lunch and I'm over calories and I'm cool with that. That's my life and I can balance it out elsewhere. That's acceptance. But if you're still like, oh, why do I keep doing this? I'm still, you know, five stone away from where I want to be. And I'm, I've been here for a year and a half and like, oh, this is so okay. Go away. What do you want to achieve? And I want clarity with that goal on what the fuck it is going to take for you to achieve it. I want you to come back as a grad. I want you to talk to Emma and I as your coaches. And I want you to potentially, if you're still in this hamster wheel here, now we need to get a little bit disciplined. We need to get you what you want to get. And we need it all. You need to accept that this is not the right goal for you. One or the other. And there's nothing wrong with either but we're not doing this mental head fuck anymore because I think I saw with two clients in the last round that keeps happening. And I'm like, we're not doing this anymore. We're either going to get there or we're going to accept that we're not going to get there. But th this like mental, like tearing yourself apart. It's just, there is so much fucking more to life than that. Either love your life and accept it how it is or get what you want to get. Not doing the middle bit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh also make sure you do the grad reset because that will do all of that essentially. And we've yeah. redone it so it's a form and it will get sent back to you so that you can go back at the end of the round or later on and look at basically what targets that you set. Um, couldn't agree more. Letting go of a goal that no longer serves you is mm -hmm. the most freeing thing that you yep. can possibly do. And just because you've told yourself, like we see this all the time with like scale weight numbers, like, oh, I had this goal of weighing 65 kilograms for some random reason. And then like never allowing yourself to see success until you reach it even though it's really just plucked out of thin air yeah. that kind of stuff let go of it and whatever your goal is kind of really question as to why you want to achieve this and this is in a completely different context but I read a book recently by Seth Godin and mm. he was talking about the motivation behind things right and we speak about this a lot with physique goals but I think it can still be quite hard to conceptualize Whereas he was talking about like, say you wanted to put up a shelf and you think that you want a drill. You don't actually want a drill. You want a hole in your wall and you don't actually want a hole in your wall. You want the shelf to be up on your wall and you don't really want a shelf to be up on your wall. You want a tidy room. And actually you don't really want a tidy room. You were just doing it to please your wife because she's going to be happy. And uh -huh. you're going to please your wife because X, right? It, then it comes down to like, actually, what was it that you actually wanted? And I would recommend doing that with your fat loss goal. Like, cause there's normally a couple of layers below that is actually this is why I really want to lose fat yeah as opposed to just oh yeah like like Chloe was saying like society's told women to diet forever so no. I guess there should be and if I'm not a diet I'm a piece of shit or I'm just living my life having fun this summer but of course once it's over then I have to go back on it well what like what exactly like am I saying and I love this because what it will do is it will either either refuel you to the goal because you know why you're doing it now as opposed to this arbitrary like masquerading option or you'll realize you don't fucking care and you'll be free 
Um, and, and this is, and that doesn't mean you now live in the fuck it bucket and you gain a hundred stone and it's you're fine because you're free and self-love and I'm going to be on the cover of Cosmo. We still want you to be healthy and fit and enjoy your life in a healthy fit body, but you obviously don't need to lose, you know, whatever this arbitrary number it is. Um, so there's still a reason for you to be here and have coaching. And anyway, we're really digressing, which we wow. love. <laughs> Well, that's how we mean to go on. Uh, Kerry's just saying the psychological and sexual benefits of the EC method are life-changing. Okay, Liz, a bit of a check, please, lovelies. Following Chloe's post on the last round this morning, I'm determined to row like hell this round. I've been hitting around 1,800 to 2,200 calories over the last few months, so I'm focused on nailing 1,650 to 1,750 this round. I'd like to increase expenditure as well, thinking upping my steps to 15,000 minimum. I always hit 12K minimum. Does that sound okay? I'm five foot seven, 82 kilograms. I do two to three gym sessions a week, just lower body currently due to long-term injury. No, 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 you don't need to do that. Like, so this is exactly, so rowing like hell and then taking your calories 20% lower than they need to be as opposed to just just lowering so you see your 18 to 22 um 100 calories right it's like what you've been hitting for months now and you're in this like 80 kg bracket you just need to be hitting an 18 to 1900 calorie range you don't need to drop to 1600 just bring that bracket down you say you hit 12000 as, as a minimum and now you're going to hit 15000 why not be like well Pretty much with the calories already, you're probably going to be doing everything you need to do anyway. But you want to push it, we'll go up to 13,000. You don't need to jump from 12 to 15. So like tiny screwing of the nail and bedding in. It's less about numbers and more about mindset and execution. So instead of being like, I'm in this 1,800 to 2,200. Yeah, you're pretty much going from like a nice kind of moderate deficit to your maintenance. So that's why like, you know, 12,000 steps is fantastic. You don't need to go to 50. Let's go up to 13,000. Um that's what I mean. And like I say, it's more about mindset and execution. You all know what numbers are going to work for you. I'm not talking about like, right, your 90 kg is where you have to diet on 1500 calories. I'm talking about actually sticking to the 1900 we set you a year ago. Yeah, I think that's what's hard. It's nice to change numbers. It's nice to be like, oh, I'm going to have this new thing. But it's actually not. It's just being consistent. Like mm-hmm. actually, you were consistent at 1800 calories. You would never need to change anything. It just doesn't seem that exciting. Right. And you pro- like Chloe saying, you probably don't need to increase those steps and, you know, going much further above 12,000 steps um, often just increases hunger, which might make it harder if you stick to your calories. So it's yeah, I agree. Um, okay. Oh no, it's just gone right to the bottom, hasn't it? Right, okay. Um, Sophie, yay, I'm here back after a few rounds last year, just about to eat a roast and have a couple of roses. Oh god, people are just living it up on bank Bank holiday holiday Monday. Um, okay, this is one for you. Carla de Espino. (gasps) Carla's been my one-to-one client forever. And her husband. She says, Hi, Emma and Chloe, and everyone. I've done a year of one-to-one coaching with Chloe and I've got amazing results. I've been off quote unquote tracking for about a year, but have continued with the training, still doing the workouts that Chloe programmed. I'm excited to knuckle down into fat loss for the next eight weeks. Oh, sorry. I thought there was going to be a question, <laughs> but welcome. But welcome. Okay. Kerry, I was sat at my laptop waiting for the live. Didn't work. Haha. Thank God for phones. Hi everyone. Hi Kerry. Um, uh 
um, lots of people just, uh, I'm not going to read everything out today because I think there's probably quite a lot of questions we need to get through, but mm. welcome everybody. Um, mm, 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 I've missed, so Alison, I've missed a couple of rounds. Am I still a grad? Do I start from scratch? So if you leave as a grad, you come back as a, a newbie. You're not starting from scratch by any means though. You're just doing the workouts that the newbies would be doing, which as we've said before, are not any easier and if you've missed a few rounds then actually going back to those workouts will make absolutely no difference I cycle through my workouts quite frequently and actually if you're a grad and you pay a lot of attention the workouts aren't that you know they might be from previous rounds with slight tweaks like the basics yeah. of they work and actually it's detrimental to just be right you know if we were just randomly changing your workouts just to change them it's certainly <laughs> not doing your favors and workouts are however easy or hard you want to make them. How heavy are you lifting? How many reps are you deciding to go to? Are you adding another set? Do you want to do some burpees after your chest press? Like, which I don't recommend anyone does. But like, they're completely adaptable. Like, and I, it's just such a, such a like rookie or I guess ill-informed, miseducated opinion to be like, well, that workout was easy. It's like, yeah, because you made it easy. Like if it's, if it's the same... <laughs> Sorry, but it's no, no, I, I completely agree. When people are like, I've always had like on this round, you see, like on this, sorry, coaching two, three, three, four, four rounds ago, I did a really simple lower body day, just four exercises. That was it, it was savage. And the people who are like, there's only four exercises, I found it easier. I was like, go back in the gym and do it again and fucking push yourself, come back to me. And all of them were like, okay, I push myself and I now can't walk. And I was like, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my my training is all really basic it's completely down to how much you push yourself 100%. Um, everyone says they're just feeling attacked by you all the grads are like oh, i feel like slightly might be talking to me <laughs> okay um, well I, I encourage all of you to ask yourself why you feel like you're the one i'm talking to is that <laughs> triggering, then there's a reason if the shoe all the newbies are going to be watching this like oh chloe's the dickhead coach <laughs> Swerve, Emma helps. <laughs> Right, Julia, literally fell off the targets the last week and have 100% moved on from it and was totally okay with it. It just makes me more determined when I jump back in again. Swings and roundabouts totally shifted my mindset. Super grateful for the education over the last eight weeks. Feel like I could go it alone now, but I would just miss you all. Oh. Um, oh, no, that thing's happened where... Oh my God, there's a lot of things to get through. Right, okay. Right, you ready, Chloe? I'm going to quick fire these. Um, okay, so what the ones where you're just saying that you're here, we're so happy that you're here, but I'm not going to read them out because there's so many questions. Um, I'm a newbie here and not really done much exercise of late apart from walking and swimming. I'm five foot six and I weigh 140 pounds. No idea what to set calories on for fat loss. Make sure you watch the intro video that will explain everything but the likelihood is you'll start at about 1600 calories and then we will monitor and adapt as you go based on your results 1800 and i would even go oh, what's 140 pounds in oh sorry i thought you said kg oh no come along yeah no that's like 60 kilograms or just over 60 yeah, yeah 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 fine sorry um, victoria i might have said kilograms to be fair who knows <laughs> Victoria, where do we find out how many calories we should aim for each day and the numbers of steps, etc.? Everybody has to watch the welcome video. Nothing will really make sense until you do that, which will be emailed to you after this, but it's also pinned in the Facebook group on the members site. 
So just make sure you go straight to the member site. That link will take you to a list of things you need to do to get started. Tick those off and you're done. And also just caveat with the steps quickly. We throw arbitrary numbers out there, but if you know that you hit 5,000 steps a day and you know that hitting 10,000 steps a day is going to be a huge push for you, just aim to hit six or seven. Um, and also weekly, like tally up. What does that mean per total per week? Because you'll have days where you can easily hit 10,000 steps and days where you're pushing it to hit 8,000 steps. We want a weekly goal. Okay. So yeah, Emma, go. <laughs> um, yeah. A really good way to think about that is if you're miles off 10,000 steps at the moment, that's absolutely fine. And actually you're going to get so much from increasing your steps way more than anybody who's already on higher steps, but either try and hit the 10,000 steps or add 3,000 steps to what you're doing at the moment. Yeah. Okay, Michelle, I am looking to start to start restart seeing the scales and measurements reduce. I've been on 1,500 calories for four weeks, four workouts and 13,000 steps, but no movement. So I guess you're going to say, I'm not in a deficit, what should I do? So you're not in a deficit, but that doesn't mean that those calories are wrong. There might be an adherence element to that. Also, we'd need to know your weight to figure out kind of roughly the calories that you should be in on. And photos. So she's doing 1,500, four workouts, 13,000. I need, yeah, we need you to know your weight. We need to see photos. Yeah. Um, and the likelihood is after four weeks, it's, it's probably mistracking. And that's whenever we say that, that's not like you're not good at tracking everybody must track like it's it's hard to get that accurate but the reason that we don't just say lower your calories is because people get in their head about like being on very low calories and then that becomes a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy of I'm going to be really hungry and then you are really hungry the likelihood is here you might think you're on 1500 but you might be closer to 1800 which might be closer to your maintenance and that's why you're not seeing the scales move but you're here now and we will coach you through it so you don't need to worry okay Jill I'm a newbie and I have some hormonal issues, PCOS and some endo issues. Should I go low carb and high protein or best to give 1800 a go for three to four weeks and see how I get on? Guys, whenever you ask us these questions, we have to know your start weight. We have to know where you are because we can't tell you what is a deficit for you without that. I mean, there's a number of things, but whatever. Um, what I would say is uh, we need to know your start weight, but um, no, all the research shows that as long as you're in a calorie deficit and ideally um, nailing steps, going for daily walks would be ideal, but failing that, just hitting a weekly step goal, um, lifting weights in a calorie deficit via food in um, and making sure that you're getting a good amount of protein and fiber in your daily diet. It doesn't matter no matter what the hormonal issues are um, in terms of this kind of thing. Um, if you're, the rest of your calories are coming from carbs and or fats, what matters is that you're in a deficit. What matters is that you're active, you're moving, walking, building muscle. Um, we know that in theory, it makes sense that you would go lower carb, higher fat. And if you think that that is going to be good for you mentally, re-momentum, um, or, or easy re-execution and behavior, absolutely do that. Emma, what are you doing? Just putting my this line in. So why is she to not turning um uh and if you and um, then do that but no yeah i know i saw that now um uh, you absolutely don't have to go low carb as long as you're in a calorie deficit again we need to know if any of you are like i don't know what my calorie should be we need to know your weight yeah agreed 
Um, yeah, I think not really anything to add. Low carb can be useful for some people, more to do with hunger regulation than the fact that you have to go low carb, which you absolutely don't. Um, and generally, we just like people to get start and get into a routine. Looks like I'm on like crime scene or something. I feel like I'm high. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, sometimes it's eccentric pull ups. <laughs> oh yeah right okay um kelly i am 58 kilograms uh currently not training due to a lot of nerve issues but i want to start anyway and slowly start training again safely i currently do twenty thousand steps a day on average as i'm just very active day to day is 1600 calories still a good number for me my goal is fat loss and a couple of kilograms I have gained due to injury and perimenopause. Thank you. I'm really happy to finally get started. Does she say what height she is? No. Sorry, guys. That's another thing I say. We need that too. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we need to know that as well. Yeah. Basically, uh, we're trying to gauge when we want to know your height and weight is essentially how much body fat you probably have to yeah. lose. Um. If you're 58 kilograms and you're like above average height for a woman or around average height, you really can't have that much fat to lose. No. And we'd want you building muscle and that would change your body composition, which would mean you started to look different and that's much more healthy of a goal. It depends if you're like, I don't know, five foot, then can we get your height and can we get some pictures? You can tag us, by the way, guys. Anybody who has like real specificity is just at tag us and we'll, we'll do it. When she says at tag us, she means at. Emma and then it'll come up or at Chloe and then it'll come up um okay Hazel yay I made it currently drinking G&T in Mallorca but so looking forward to getting back and tracking on Wednesday do you know what I love that I love that, that there's a couple of people who I was having conversations with today and they're like yeah well I'm going on holiday so I'm not going to sign up and I'm like all no. of my clients go on holiday every yeah. single one like at some point and this is the whole thing like we want you to go away have a G&T enjoy yourself without ruining your progress and then come back and then continue that's what it's all about so well done yeah I'm on a fat loss diet and I had three GMTs last night guys it was fantastic <laughs> what you do I didn't okay Stephanie <laughs> hello all so excited to be here for the first time for context I'm the lady that admitted she falls asleep to ESG's soothing podcast <laughs> You're welcome, Stephanie. I hope that you're sleeping sweetly. Okay, quick question. Just getting myself set up. I only signed up about two hours ago. I watched the goal setting video. Where are the tables to fill in? Should I be able to see them on PT Hub app? I don't think I can, thanks. There is no tables to fill in. So you don't need to fill in any tables. I think what we were talking over was like- um, Oh, it was a download we had, didn't we? There's no need for it, to be honest. I probably overcomplicated it. I hate that you're so blurry. Like how, you can really see my calluses though. I know, well done. Yeah. Oh, there was a girl. Oh, I'm not being a hater, just hear me out, okay? She must have been somewhere in the region of 15 to 17, somewhere in that region. She was like, like a teenager, so had like a fantastic body like very curvy, like absolutely like the sexiest body in the world, came in with her mum 
she was wearing camo maybe I'm gonna put the video in the group but anyone can tell me if they follow her she was doing like some kind of social media something she was wearing camo matching sports bra and bum shot. she looked like she was from an LL Cool J video circa 1992 in the gym but like jailbait absolute jailbait and she stood in the mirror Film, she came into the gym, right? I watched her walk in and out 10 minutes later, came into the gym, filmed herself in the mirror, was literally sticking her fucking ass out, like bending over, bending over, right? And her mum was watching and like laughing from the sidelines. And she was like, and this is a body you only get if you train. And she kept flicking her hair and pointing her finger in the th- very aggressive and very flicky. And then she filmed herself do it two or three times, no, three or four times, and then walked out and left. And I was like, who are you? What just happened? Me and James were like, what just happened? I'm going to put her in the group. Well, I bet that goes like viral on Instagram, right? This is why I'm like, you don't fucking train. What did you do? What if I was there in a sweaty mess with like like doing a lot walking weighted lunges? I know we're like obviously preaching to the converted because we obviously don't do this and everybody here has already signed up. But like, why do people sign up for... Like, do you think, oh, do you know who I'll trust with my health and fitness? That 12-year-old that nine, girl. That 19-year-old girl who's like... Honestly, and I was like, and in my head, I was like, and I said to James, and I went, is this what I created? And he was like, the ego on you. He's like, you didn't invent the gym selfie. I was like, basically did though. I nearly messaged Emma like, I think we've created. She would have been like, we didn't do shit. Check your ego. No, not that level of real. But you know what I think is funny? Do you remember when selfies first came around and then you'd like, there'd be like pictures of people taking a selfie being like, look at this weirdo who's taking yeah. a selfie. I think people always forget, especially when you see some of the reels that come out, like someone has actually probably done that like three or four times on video just to get the shot. I have to say though, my career would probably be going better if I still did that and I don't anymore because I just grew up and I'm cringing or if you actually made reels yeah if I had the fucking balls I would and I'd be doing better for it so I'm like fair you know what fair play you've got the bollocks to do it in the middle of the gym and look like a twat good for you I hope monetarily you gain from that (laughs) do you think that people would respect you in the same way right here she is Right, somebody, I've got, okay, I'm going to put it in the group. Somebody's got to follow her. I mean, otherwise, why would she? You filmed her doing this. Yeah, I would like, I was. Zooming it now. You have to zoom in on her. I didn't get good enough. Let me recover. I've deleted all these videos. I was like, don't be tight. I was going to put it on social media. Like, who is this? And then I was like, Chloe, don't be tight. Like, don't be a, don't be that dick. Right, anyway, go back to the questions. I'll send it to okay. you. Um, Faye, I'm a newbie. I think I'm okay with calorie counting slash deficit, but not sure how much protein, et cetera, to have. Make sure you watch the welcome video because all this is explained in detail, but probably 100 grams of protein. Uh, I fall asleep to the podcast too. I deliberately put it on so I can drift off. I wonder if while you sleep, you still kind of take in some of the knowledge, like, with the shit chat yeah like remember to reframe balance is a skill don't worry about the scale weight that kind of stuff you know that was lovely um yeah you're welcome okay sonia non-gym goer here are there workouts suitable to do at home yes they will chloe are you uploading them straight after yeah i had an issue with my pt hub that just kept refreshing oh, shocking. absolutely shocking and I was like I've got three minutes I've got three minutes and I just ran out of time but I'll do it after this live you'll have all the home body weight and home weighted workouts ideally guys you'll all be doing the gym workouts 
check and see if you can do them at home. Some of them you'll be able to do. Failing that, you want to do the home weighted. Failing that, you want to do the home body weight. Be very, very aware, guys, that if you have more body fat to lose or you're really unfit, you don't exercise often, please don't think that the home body weight exercises are going to be your easy option. They're really, really not. Home body weight exercises. Like body weight exercises. Unbelievably hard. I don't have a code. Um, Sorry, one second. Um, they're unbelievably hard and people really struggle with them now if that is you just be aware that you can take it slow 44 you can take it slow and you can walk through everything you don't have to be doing burpees you can literally crouch down step out step in stand up that is good enough all we want you to do is move and go through the different movement patterns and breakdowns so that you're using different muscles on your body please remember that Okay, Lucy, hi. On the fat intake, do you do 0.5 grams per kilogram body weight even if you need to lose quite a lot? Yes. We, yes, yes, we do. But I would say basement for me, for what I'm comfortable with for clients, is 40 grams of fat as a minimum. Um, and then I would say really like anything about let the chips fall where they may above that. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fine way to think about it. The other things well, from 35, 35 is a minimum, but like aiming for that port like, but I wouldn't go lower than that just for hormonal health. And I was talking to a client about this the other day. There are clients who can go very, very low calorie. And, you know, especially if it's like for a physique goal, often it's a means to an end. They're there for a few days or a few weeks to get to a certain place, right? And then you can you can reverse diet out of it. You can come out of it. It's done. And it doesn't really do that much damage. And even in terms of metabolic adaptation, you just readapt. Like, it's okay. We can handle it. When you floor your fats for a long period of time, that's a medium to long-term issue that you now have to sort out. And so, therefore, I'm, I'm all for, you know, if clients like, you know what, I'm happy to go down to 1,400 calories for two, whatever, fine. If you want to do that as your coach, I'm not going to tell you to do that, but fine. I don't want the long-term ramifications of flooring fats that we then have to work out after. So I'd rather that you kept it in that kind of healthy minimum 35, 40 grams range. Yeah. And do remember as well that like, if you do end up losing your menstrual cycle because you've dropped your fats too low or something similar, like that has potential long-term implications. Like that's going to be impacting your bone mineral density. Like you don't want to be staying in those states for a prolonged period of time. Um, Other point to make. And one of the reasons that we don't always just do like X grams per kilogram body weight is if you have a lot of fat to lose, that can give you like, like, let's say you're don't know 120 kilograms and you're like I'm just gonna do two grams per kilogram body weight for my protein and then you're trying to eat 240 grams of protein like that's ridiculous right so I would look at your height and look at a healthy BMI range and base it off that yeah or like a like a realistic not like crazy above and beyond goal weight now we don't like goal weights okay but if you're like you know what I'm five foot six and I'm 100 kgs and I'd quite like to be 70 that's realistic that's healthy we can do that but as Emma said going on BMI range just probably a bit bit more accurate really in terms of what you're hoping for um so yeah okay Charlie back after nearly two years away oh welcome back I fell pregnant on previous round we're very good at that um (laughs) I did whilst only three months postpartum and so two babies and a C-section in 12 months took its toll on my body and my mental health. Finally in a place where I need to value myself and sort my head and body out. So here I am. 
Wow, welcome back. Um, <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, even just hearing that, I'm like, oh, 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 oh my god, there's a lot. There's a lot here. Um, oh my god, it went to the bottom, babe. Now I'm going. I'm finding my way back. Want me to help? Finding my way back to you, babe. Right, okay, I'm ready. Um, Holly, newbie here. Also, first time mum, eight weeks postpartum. Still figuring out which way's up and learning to survive on very little sleep. Also breastfeeding, but really looking forward to kicking off this journey so I can reclaim my body. I gained roughly 20 kilograms through pregnancy and have comfortably shed 14 kilograms of that, but would love to get back to my healthy best self. You're in the right place. Right, D, going to be interesting managing the exercises with one massive tip and one no tip, but we'll see how it goes. There's no context to this. I mean, I, I'm, I can get venture a guess and I will say you're not alone. You're in the right group. If it is what I think, if it's for the reasons I think it is. Um, okay, Fiona, will I still be able to fit in a run with training? Yes, absolutely. Um, Lisa, how do I know what my calories should be set at? Make sure you watch the welcome video. Um, newbie here, very excited and scared in equal measures. Looking forward to the next eight weeks good I always think it's good to have like be a bit excited and scared um Sophie can I still run does the gym need to take priority what ratio would you suggest I do a 30 minute I do 30 minute runs couch to 5k and I really enjoy it yeah keep it up we really actively encourage cardio fitness and resistance training we just want to be very cautious with you that nobody overtrains so in an ideal world maybe you do three weightlifting sessions a week and three runs a week with one nice rest like full rest day in between um or failing that you can do like your lift and then you can do a run um but yeah we 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 really want you guys to find a balance between if you love running or or zumba classes whatever the fuck it is or crossfit we want you to find a nice balance between cardio lifting and rest and that's kind of how we see it great Okay, Holly, what sort of calorie adjustments should I be looking at given I'm breastfeeding? I'm eight weeks postpartum and currently weigh 70 kilograms. Pre-pregnancy, I weighed 64 kilograms. The welcome video suggests 1600, but to contact you for adjustment. It's not on 1800. We we can, I'm not, we're not going to go into it now. Um, it's murky, the evidence that you need more calories if you're breastfeeding, but it is fair to say if you've got body fat, um, I would say it's fair, it's nice to start in a, let's just hedge our bets range so start on 1800 and we'll go from there brilliant okay claire hi all just watched the target setting video and worked out how much i need to lose to get to a healthy bmi and apparently i need to lose the equivalent of a dalmatian 30 kilograms best get this shit done love the mindset and yeah and don't get overwhelmed by how far you have to go like actually can you lose a couple of kilograms in the next couple of weeks yes probably like focus on the next step and the actions as opposed to oh that seems like a hell of a long way to go although I do love that you've translated it into a dog um okay next question who shall remain anonymous hi ladies excited for another round electrolyte supplements are they helpful I know it's mega I know if it's mega hot and you're training loads getting super sweaty they can help with hydration levels but is there a benefit in popping some in your morning water more generally um if you're just rubbish at drinking water thank you uh no i wouldn't say so no you also probably wouldn't want 
more electrolytes if you're bad at drinking water. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, no, if you like, if you're, if you're mega active, if you sweat a lot, if you, um, are not that great with your diet like um probably a good thing to do like I definitely always have them if I'm like dying of a hangover James has them daily it's just a hangover from his rugby days obviously they're training like fucking beasts all day so it's very good for them but unless you are really at that like I'm athlete quality of output in the week um you don't need them I mean like who Dame Kelly Holmes used to do orange juice water and half a tablespoon of salt and she's actual Dame Kelly Holmes. So actual you... Dame Kelly Holmes, guys. Get out. Right. Sophie, if I'm only just over 70 kilograms and I'm five foot three, which calories do you recommend? I've watched the welcome video. Well done, Sophie. So I know I should be on 1700, but I'm literally only two pounds over the 70 kilogram bracket. Right. What I want to explain about this is these are just starting points. It's not like you have to, that you'll always stay on them. We adjust based on your results. So really we always want you to start a little bit higher because we can always lower your calories. Actually getting adherent on 1800 calories probably won't have to lower them. The other thing to note is when you drop below the 70 kilogram bracket, like we're not gonna change your calories unless they stop working. So you don't just suddenly drop your calories. We just need a start point. All you ever need for fat loss is a sensible start point, And then you monitor and adapt from there. So we have people that are like, go way below 70 kilograms and never drop their calories below 1800 because they don't need to. We'll only adjust them if we need to. Yeah. Um, okay. So basically take home from that. I would start on the higher calories and we can always lower them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tamsin. Hey, ladies. Sorry I'm late. Just back from a lovely family lunch. Was designated Dave. I assume that says driver. So no booze, but really enjoyed splitting the Biscoff brownie with my husband. Oh, lush. Just wanted to say hi and good luck to all the newbies. Oh, that sounds lovely. Um, you can call it a brownie if it's Biscoff, though. Yeah, but they, they just do that with everything now. It's like something and they just put a mars bar on it on top of it and they're like oh look it's a mars bar donut because there's a <laughs> <laughs> okay um okay cara not fitness related but i've never met anyone who plays with their hair as much as chloe until now guys it's always already bad since the fringe nick carter backstreet boy situation it's like never ending till it grows out you're in for just a whole life of me re-putting my hair up right um Faye is saying that she's training for the great north run but also enjoys strength training what's the right balance these are questions that'd be really good if you could tag us just because we need to know your training load so that we can help you fuel it properly and get that right balance but as a general rule we want everyone to get three resistance training workouts in and then depending on the amount that you're training outside of that we might need to make some adjustments but especially if you're like prepping for a marathon or a long run and you're doing a lot of expenditure, we might need to adjust calories. Yeah. Oh, and on this point, so I think everyone always wants one, turn off your like adding on calories on whatever watch or Garmin or Fitbit or whatever that you're looking at. And secondly, we had um, Paul the Radcliffe's physiologist on EIQ the other week. And I was asking him about this and about like how to, replenish your stores like if you were training for a marathon or something and he was so vague 
and so like well you can't really know exactly and so you just kind of eat in relation to what you think you might be expending but I wouldn't get too bogged down with it no joke this is the, the physiologist who did who worked on breaking two so the marathon world record that's the level that that they're at do you know the other interesting things was like the the guys that did the the marathon world record attempt or then and then ended up breaking it they just get up in the morning and train faster yeah i know it's a it's really interesting so this is what i had with dame kelly holmes as well so i said to her where did you start and she was like and this is kind of what emma and i saying you don't know till you start and she was like very much like a healthy balance protein fats carb breakfast lunch dinner pre and post training approach she said, as I started to near competitions, every time I would just start dropping weight, that's when the Domino's pizza nights would come in. Like that's when, and that's what I mean. It's like you, you implement, you watch, and then you edit according to what's happening, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's very much a, a case of, we just need a start point. And then depending on your biofeedback, we go from there always. And that's what I was like. I was like, so do these like elite athletes, do they have a whoop band? you know like that's telling them how ready they are and stuff he was like no no Thank they don't do any of that like like these are the best in the world so someone who's like oh I'm just gonna run a marathon my first marathon like you don't need any of that like the elite people aren't even using it and actually it normally holds you back he's like oh, we don't yeah. we don't want some piece of kit telling them they're not ready on race day when they are and then in totally can- yeah psychological fuck totally inaccurate bit of kit so the, the England boys and the Lions they would have to do it like, oh my God, every morning James looked like this. I'm like, fuck off. So they would have to do it. And the only thing that they were monitoring, um, the coaches, was how many hours of sleep they had. They didn't do any of the breakdowns, look at the recovery, didn't care because it's not accurate. Mm. Um, but yeah, like that's, it's true. You get right in your own head about that shit as well. And it's not even accurate. Like the, the, while we're on that, the scales that measure anything other than your body weight, like your fat to muscle ratio, guys, please don't buy them. Please don't buy into them um it's not accurate we don't fucking care and neither should you and if it was we would get you all to buy them right like we have no like invested interest in it it would be great if we could tell you how much fat you're losing and then like we wouldn't have to keep talking about the scales we would love that but they're not accurate so if you do have them fine but just use them for weight don't look at anything else um sam's just saying i've been using NutriCheck. do i need to swap to my fitness pal no totally fine um I felt sick doing the home workouts of yours during lockdown. They are savage. Uh, Cheryl, hi ladies. How do I send a message for you guys to check? I'm starting on the calories. Um, so just tag us in the group, write a post in the group and then just tag us. Um, hey, glad to be back after almost two years. Who are all the people that went away for two years? Well, I mean, I'm so glad Because to- lockdown got lifted. They were like, fuck this shit, I'm free. <laughs> um my gym doesn't have a 45 degree leg press and seeing that one is what the gym workout chooses what do I do instead please normal leg press or something different normal leg press is absolutely fine um you'll also that's a really good question as well you'll also find that if um there's like a swap exercise button so if there's anything you don't have um just click that button and it will show you a, a similar exercise that works a similar muscle group on the leg press in the girls in the gym story, there was also a woman in the gym today who came and used the leg press and, and left and she wore gym gloves throughout. Just thought I'd put that out there. Carry on. Wait, what? She came in, used the leg press and left and she wore gym gloves from start to finish. 
how useful right d thank oh okay i think this is to hazel um uh, uh okay kerry will it matter if some days i am at the gym and other days i can only do home are the workouts interchangeable totally fine but probably what's best is to tag us and be like hey i can go to the gym two days a week and then we'll be like right prioritize like pull and legs at the gym because they're harder to to do at home because they're bigger muscle groups and then we can do them more of like a, an upper body push session at home or something but yeah absolutely fine um lauren ladies i feel like every time i make a live my kids are trying to kill each other my three-year-old is running about now shouting the crabs are going to nip us oh great oh, they probably are <laughs> um Emma, I'm just over 70 kilograms. I'm five foot one. Not sure if I just start on 1600 or 1800. Start on 1800. We can always lower them. Um, okay, Stephanie, can you elaborate on what you count as very active? The goal setting video suggests I should be on 1600 calories, but my Fitbit suggests I expend on average 2,400 calories a day. I do 120,000 steps per week and daily workouts right so one definitely have a rest day and I have spoken to you on Instagram so I know that you definitely need to have a rest day if you have physique goals and trust me I've been exactly where you are thinking oh if I just train more and more and more I'll get better results but you need two rest days we can start with one but realistically you need two remember that what you do in the gym is stimulating your muscles but they actually grow outside of the gym so if you're not resting like it it's not more is not better right and I I think well I know you definitely need two rest days um yeah. we can all relate to this have a lot of fat to lose so I'm going to suggest you start on 1800 to 2000 calories yeah we can all relate to this this is I mean the overtraining and then finally seeing your muscles grow when you start implementing rest days and grow at a rate that they weren't growing before and you're like oh fuck everyone was right and I had this like mentality of like no I know better more training equals more honestly like you you need those micro tears to heal and they do that when you're rested and you're fueling your body properly re your protein intake and to an extent calories as well the more you go the less rate of growth you're going to see the less physique progress you're going to see yeah okay Joanne looking to gain weight and change body composition I'm five foot five and I weigh 54 kilograms it would be helpful to know a rough calorie intake okay if you're doing around 10,000 steps I'd probably say 1800 calories to 2000 calories but we need to know your step goal because we kind of need to know your expenditure or your I'd like to know with these people who are really want to gain weight I, I would also like to know what calories have you been on for me that's something I'd like to look at yeah because really you just want to Basically, if anyone's coming in and they've already been tracking, you'd always monitor from where you are. Exactly. You have data and that data is going to go along. Like how we're saying, start somewhere. Let's see what your body does. If you already know what your body's doing on X. You've already done that bit. And we can actually put you in a pretty effective place right, right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jill, can I keep up with my Pilates instead of weightlifting in the gym? I go three to four times a week with some swimming and tennis at the moment, or should I be lifting? Yeah. Definitely. It doesn't mean you can't do Pilates, which I think is great and has like, you know, beneficial and additional benefits. 
Um, but I definitely would lift weights because you won't get the same benefits from Pilates. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I agree with you. Imagine uh, like, actually, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> um, Tamsin, friendly advice to newbies. Take progress photos and measurements today or tomorrow is fine. Um, don't avoid it or put it off. I took pics, but I didn't take measurements and I really wish I had. So I will this time. Um, Emma, is it five portions of fruit and veg daily? Yes. Um, I put my question in the pinned question post. We'll come to that. We, we want to do yeah, the we're live. Up, we're up to date on the live. Okay, well, let's do a few on here, shall we, gang? And it's day one, so I can work from the top down. <clears throat> Shiza, where is... Oh, here we are. Sorry, I'm in the old group with those peasants. Jeez. Jeez. Okay, Sue. Hi, Emma and Chloe. I'm EC Method, 40-year-old virgin. But I've followed you both for a while now. I'm the heaviest I've ever been, and I'm desperate to get into a routine with my eating and my training again. I'm going on holiday to Greece for five nights on Thursday. Any advice for while I'm away, it would be great. It's just adults away with the kids, so I can promise it will not be alcohol-free. Okay, so this is what we, well, I, I think I speak for Emma and I. I would say... Start tracking because you've got, let me think, Tuesday, Wednesday, you've got three days to just get an idea of food intake, what you're kind of eating on a daily basis, where you can pull calories from, where you can get your protein up. Start to get your head around it. Then I would say when you go on holiday with three days worth of armored knowledge in your head, start to think about your breakfast, lunches and dinners while you're on holiday. As you say, alcohol is going to be indulged in, whether this is wine or in an ideal world, a spirit in a low calorie mixer, just because you can have more, get drunk and spend less calories on that. But wine, whatever, this is your indulgence. This is your thing. You're going on holiday. You're without the kids. You want to drink. Fair play. Totally fine. So let's compromise on the food side of things. And when you sit down at a restaurant to order, or if you're in an Airbnb, self-catered, whatever, make smart choices. You know, you're in Greece, so it, it really like you're, you're going to have amazing um, options when it comes to fish and shellfish. Um, you're going to have amazing options when it comes to salads and whole grains. Think about protein and veg as the things that are the staple of your meal. And anything else outside of that is like, kind of a bit of an indulgence if you're getting in your protein and veg and you're in Greece it's all going to be cooked in fats anyway in, in oil specifically that's your protein your fiber your fats um so I would say maybe omit carbohydrates um what why are you laughing just, like, just read Sam's comment on live she's like mother of four my mum <laughs> and my mum part wants to tell Emma to sit on her chair properly <laughs> Emma has a bad back. She needs to sit, however, feels yeah, which is probably why I should be sitting. <laughs> um, okay. Oh God! But maybe right. admit the carbs and have the indulgence be the alcohol. And this is what we mean about compromise, not sacrifice. We don't want any of you going on holiday like I can't drink. I'm on a diet. We also don't want you guys going on holiday like fuck it, and then coming back like guys, I gained five pounds. Like you know, we we really want to try strike a balance here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing I'll add is kind of think about your day and how that looks. And if you know that, don't know, everyone's going to sleep in until 10, can you get up, go for a little walk, maybe do a little workout if you want to? Or do you know that 
you know, breakfast isn't the most sociable meal. So maybe you can keep that a little bit more, like save a bit more calories for that. But you know that you're always going to go out in the evening. So you're a little bit more careful at, at breakfast and lunch, but then you have a bit more flexibility in the evening, those kind of things. And then what Chloe was talking about, which you can also call like the two from four method, which would be, you know, maybe normally you might have a starter, a main, a drink and a dessert, right? Pick two of them and just have like a starter and a main or a drink and a main or whatever. And then you're, you're just like making compromises, not sacrifices. Yeah, and it's true to say, I, again, any advice we give any of you on the wrong ear sounds fucking awful. But it's fair to say for me personally, I don't really eat three meals a day on holiday. If I have a big lunch, I don't really have dinner. If I have like breakfast, I know I'm going out for a massive dinner. I'll have something really light at lunch. Like, So, you know, using that, using your hunger cues to your advantage on holiday and every day and every person is different. Um, but not just being like, well, I guess I'll eat another meal when you're not hungry. And do you know what I mean? Like being, being in tune with your own hunger is good. Okay. I've been tracking 18 to 1900 calories a day for a few weeks consistently. And weight is sticking around the same. I'm five foot five, which her weight is 86 to 87 kilograms. I'm five foot five. And I'm thinking that I need to drop my calories down, but assumed I'd wait a few weeks now here. Shall I go down to 1600, 1700? I don't always manage 10,000 steps due to job and uni, um, but I do do three workouts a week. I would focus on making sure that you do get those 10,000 steps a day on average over the week. And it kind of depends like, realistically there'd be nothing wrong with you dropping your calories just do it in a smart way so that you're not ramping up your hunger like maybe make some clever swaps so that you're saving calories but you're still eating just as high a food volume like swapping half your pasta out for a bit more veg things like that yeah I agree like how many steps are you hitting you know if you're in like a 60k range can we aim for 65 and then if you're like, guys, I really can't do more. They're like, this is that's, that now you're going to impede on my life and my enjoyment of life. Then we can talk about it. But I'd say, where are you? Can we aim to get closer to that 17? Remember, like we said, it is your weekly total we want. The, the daily average we give you is just an example. And in an ideal world, for metabolic health, you would all be hitting eight to 10,000 every day. Um, but not everybody can do that. And we're aware of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Caroline, what do you suggest if there are things we can't track? I buy brown sourdough from a bakery, weirdly specific, I know, and there's no nutritional info, so I can't track that and meals out, etc. Thanks. Just track regular sourdough. It's like literally going to be a few calories difference. Um, probably, yeah. yeah. Just more, more broadly for this, like, like Chloe's saying, pick something that's similar and then also just remember that like the, the data you put into your app is not accurate anyway so don't massively stress over that stuff like to be in a ballpark think ballpark yeah. with everything ballpark 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 like so that and also oh, there's three things on this and there's no meal that you go out and eat that you can't either find on my fitness pal in terms of an MS microwave meal version of it um or a restaurant version of the restaurant that you're in so like you know I don't know you go out and you have a chicken wrap and the, the restaurant you're in isn't on my fitness pal or whatever put in a Nando's chicken wrap do you know what I mean like there's always a counterpart the third thing I would say about this is like the mindset of well oh they don't have that so I can't track it oh I can't track that either and I can't do that either we need you to start problem solving 
um, as a whole, all of you, not just you, but everyone as a whole, as opposed to being like, oh, I can't do that. So I just want, what can you do? Like, you know, we're just talking about the girl who's like, okay, so let's just say you're hitting 60,000. Can you hit 65? When you get to a point where you're like, I genuinely can't do more than that, then, okay, what else can we do? Do you know what I mean? We need you to all start thinking about this a bit differently. Then I can't do that. Yeah, don't let that be a reason to just go wildly off your diet. Oh, well, I can't track it. Guess what, guys? Whether you track your food or not, still counts the same, right? This is a saying I freaking love. Your body is the best food diary you'll ever keep right so even if your app is saying you're in deficit if you're not losing weight over time and we don't mean over a few days or even a few weeks if you're not clearly losing body fat over time you're not in a deficit that's Mm -hmm. always how it will work and so then we need to figure out why you're not in a deficit and help you create a deficit if fat loss is your goal yeah and just also on that if you're and again not projecting onto that last client at all because i don't want you to be there to be like that's definitely not what i'm saying But this used to be me. If you're finding yourself finding reasons and excuses to let yourself off the hook over and over and over again, that's a sign that you maybe have some long-term dieting fatigue and that actually, as much as you hate to hear it, the only way you're going to get to the goal that you currently have is if you take a big step back from dieting, let go of it for a temporary period of time and try and re-neutralize yourself around food. Um, uh, It might mean that the goal is wrong for you and actually you don't really give a shit. Again, you're just dieting because you think you should, because God forbid that you eat without being on a diet. All things to reflect on and think about. Okay. Um, Lucy, hey, lovelies, was here in Jan, but had some work to do on my mindset, which I've now done. Been building some healthy habits and increasing my steps. I've been on 1800 to 1900 calories for the past three weeks but I'm finding I'm getting quite hungry. What would you suggest? I'm 169 centimeters and 125 kilograms. So I have a lot to lose. Thanks. Um, I would look at your food choices. So this is another really, really important point to make. It's not really your calories that are going to impact your hunger as much as what you're eating within those calories. So 1800 calories of, you know, quite highly processed food or like snacky type food it's probably going to leave you quite hungry, right? If you're eating Tesco meal deals and things, you're probably still going to be quite hungry. If you're eating primarily high protein whole foods, you're going to be way more satiated. So I would look at the food volume of what you're eating. Can you make some swaps to get in a higher food volume? And that's going to impact your your hunger as well. The other point to make is don't be surprised if you're a bit hungry when you're losing fat. Judging by these, if you're hitting, say, 10,000 steps a day, you could probably diet on slightly higher calories if that's going to increase your adherence. But if you've been in here for three weeks, that's freaking awesome. And being a bit hungry is probably normal for fat loss as well. We just want to make that as minimal as possible. Completely agree. Nothing to add to the points. Okay. Do a couple more. Yeah. Okay. I keep going back to the wrong bloody group. The wrong bloody group. Mubu, hi, you gorgeous queens. I'm back and gunning for this round. A quasi for you. I did super well with my strength gains at the gym in the last round, but I really messed up with my calorie intake, intake not tracking, etc., etc. When I get back to tracking and losing body fat, will I see all the muscle that I've been building underneath my fat? all of that work won't have been lost or diluted by excessive calories 
will it? I hope this makes sense for me. If anything, you really aided, look, as long as you're either at maintenance or in a very slight surplus, and I do just mean by like 5%, um, you're going to have better a better rate of muscle gain um, and you're going to have better luck at gaining muscle. So having more calories would never hinder rate of, of hypertrophy. Um, and yes, if you go into an effective deficit and you've built muscle, which you're saying that you've seen strength increases, so it's likely that you have, especially if you're training in hypertrophy ranges, you'll 100% see the fruits of your labor when your fat loss takes shape. Nothing to add. Um, okay, Vicky Keelan. Hi, I'm back from having a month off. It's good to have you back, Vicky. I joined last September and I lost nearly three stone. I'm nearly at my goal, but I'm still too in my head about it all. I keep very nearly getting there. And then I seem to overeat and gain a few pounds again and again. I think I'm frightened of achieving my goal. So my question is how to get my head around it. This is very interesting and contentious topic. I don't think you are frightened of getting to your goal. I think there's other things happening here. Although I'll let Emma talk about this because I like what she has to say about this kind of thing. Yeah, go back and listen to the one we did on self-sabotage because we go into this in more detail, but you need to figure out, it might be that you're frightened to reach your goal, but then if that is the case, you need to do go and do some journaling and figure out why. Like, why don't I want to reach that goal? Does Have I told myself that when I lose fat, then I'll finally leave my job or there's like something else, or then I'll start wearing a bikini or then I'll suddenly be this confident person. Like self-sabotage does come up when you've kind of, created this life that you expect when you weigh randomly 65 kilograms and then you realize when you get close to it oh life's going to be exactly the same I'm just going to weigh slightly less there's that element which is actually probably more rare than what's usually happening which is the physiological changes or you're bored of dieting right so it's either you've been dieting for a long time and actually the leaner you are often the harder it is to keep losing right and you don't see the same drops on the scale so you're not getting the same feedback from the scale of oh yeah I'm ticking the boxes I'm going in the right direction and so you get bored and you get less adherent or the physiological impact of the fact that you don't have that much fat left and so your body is trying to store like keep as much energy as possible by increasing hunger making it again harder for you to stick to your diet so it could be a numerous like a number of things and Chloe's touched on this quite a lot today of like let go of a goal if it's not worth it. If you're like just a couple of kilograms away from your goal, why is that your goal? What's going to be different when you lose those kilograms? What's going to happen when you weigh a little bit less? If it's for health reasons, then we would probably encourage you to keep going. But if it's just like, oh, well, when I started dieting, I said 65 was my goal. So yeah, well, like on my wedding day, I was it's like, it's not your wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> how shit did you feel on your wedding day because you'd starved yourself for weeks beforehand drunk as fuck on my day. I was like I had way too much champagne um just to finish this because there's more I'm also a little worried about giving up tracking as it really keeps me accountable and in control of my eating habits is it realistic to keep tracking is this what anybody does thank you yeah I track on and off most days but I don't necessarily I very loosely track this if I forget something I I don't care like I don't overthink something but I loosely track it keeps me accountable I'm really happy to do it a lot of people find it very oppressive and they really just I'm very hyper food focusing so they come away from it but really it's whatever serves you and everyone's different I'm fine with it I don't have an issue with it I'm not pedantic about it but it 
I just enjoy it. I find it easy to do. It keeps me on track. Um, and I am more than happy for clients who are like, I actually am cool with it. Can I keep going? Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think to add to that, exactly what Chloe's saying, but if you're, if you find that you have negative connotations of tracking, stop tracking. Like this is only something you can say to yourself. Like so much of this is to do with the intent behind it. If, if for example, you didn't have phone service for a day and you were like, oh my God, I can't eat food because I won't be able to put it into my app. That's a, that's a negative impact. That's a problem. Or you massively stress over it. If you're like, oh, I just kind of like doing it because it keeps me accountable. It doesn't take anything from my life. I just find it useful. Fine. You just have to be self-aware enough to know which of those or which where on that spectrum you are. Yeah, the, the lot of the advice that we give in this coaching, because this is group coaching, you all need to think, who are you? Like, what? It, we're all different. We all need a different approach. And like I say, there are some things that I would say that people would be like, whoa, that's a dangerous. But to me, it's not dangerous because I've never had an eating. I don't have a history of that. I'm not susceptible to it. And I think that there is um, generally on social media and in the, the press and everything now, there's so much blame of like, you said this thing and that didn't sit well with me. And I felt tricked. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't project just, it works both ways, both ways. You can't project how you are onto somebody else. You should know yourself and take ownership of yourself and the things that make you feel triggered and the things that make you feel, and whether or not that advice is appropriate to you. Like we don't, you know, we, we nobody's a mind reader here um, other than you know your own mind. So step up to that, you know. Journal. Yeah get your journal um okay right let's do a couple on the live and then um call it for today right Sophie do we log runs on the app or just the workouts you can log the runs if you want guys remember that the app is totally for you you can put anything you want on there we don't look at the app that's for you guys to log what you want if you don't want to log on it don't have to a lot of people just use oh I asked Kimberly actually to make us an EC method log book I like that we can that people can like put their workouts down on it so a lot of people like that was to my point like just writing things pen and paper so yeah whatever you want um and then I'm not sure you've said here that the push workout is empty but I can't understand why I'll have a look at that after um and the home workouts aren't up yet but they will be after the live okay Kanchan to be self-indulgent for the newbies worried about calories I was on 1900 to 2000 at the end of last year slash early this year I've just come down to around 1500 I'm still eating the same food but less quantities of some or less frequent so I like sourdough toast so now I'll have a slice for breakfast not two and I'll top it with eggs and veg um fill out your diet with more varied foods and it won't feel as daunting great tip yeah great tip Harry, what if your why is a little immoral but has really ignited your progress? Oh, I need to know what it is now. Is it Chris? Is that Kerry Adair, Adair Kerry? Is yeah. it Chris? Are you having an affair with Chris? <laughs> um, okay. Fab, because I can hear Bodhi ready for bed. Um, guys, I will work as I'm going to check on my child and then I will come back and finish the work. Um, and I'll go through some tags tonight as well. And we will be back tomorrow to do another live. Oh, we... I don't know. I thought we were. Aren't we normally? We'll talk about it. We'll be back it's, with us. Our... It's Monday today. Monday today. Fine. We'll, okay. we'll um, post in the we'll group. Post in the group.
um yeah and tag us in any questions and we're very excited to have you all Bye. Whoop, whoop.